Toriyama Jafar was making Jafar didn't the, run up and kick Genie in the nads. Yeah, like, and the guy who created Jafar wasn't making this shit up off the seat of his pants for 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> Just like being like, uh, I'm fuck, pretty, I need drama. I'm pretty sure Genies and, and Wish Dragons worked were established before <laughs> Dragon Ball. Thank you. <laughs> no, no. I just mean that Toriyama was like, ah, oh, fuck. What were the rules I made up? Um, <laughs> this will work. Mean. No, yeah. I mean literally. Like there are times where he actually forgot in the manga and had to change it later. It's been oh, going gosh. a long time. Uh-huh. Speaking of stories that have been going on for 10 years now. Yeah, no. Fast, Fast and, Furious. and the Furious. Oh, hey, that was a pretty good segue. That's, yeah, that's longer than Man, 10 years, you think years, there are some right? segues they ride around in, on this show? I would watch Fast and Furious if it was segue edition. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Caleb, you are now, you are now uh, my second when it comes to segues during the podcast because I've, I've, I've edited enough episodes where I'm not on it to <laughs> yeah. listen to Rick's segues, <laughs> and it just makes me mad every time <laughs> I listen to it. I'm, like, sitting there editing, and I'm just like, do better <laughs> just putting a computer voice of a good segue <laughs> rick's segue was terrible so now i have come to give you this much better one. Oh my gosh uh yeah we're watching hobbs and shaw hi i'm josh i'm an analyst here in nashville and i'm big bad and bald i'm rick fox i am an author here and i am smaller lither 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 and, 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 and no haired <laughs> Well, hairy yarn like the face. You know, because he's got like the, the stubble thing going on. He all does the time. have more stubble uh, going on. I thought in. you were just talking about yourself. No. I was talking about <laughs> hey, you. were the rock in this analogy. I was, okay. the, I was Jason Statham. Uh, <laughs> now, Brian, now you do yours, but you're rich. There's no one else in this movie that exists. <laughs> I'm Brian. I'm an illustrator, car. and I'm uh, Jason Statham's car. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what he drives in this. I don't know. If, is he the transporter in this or just no, it's a just, cool dude? He's just a cool bad guy. Transporter is a totally different movie. He's a he's the bad guy that's turning good for this movie, and then he's got to work with the law for enforcement family. guy. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm Caleb. I'm an analyst here in Nashville, and I'm a Camaro. And, and we're opinionated. Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw, and yes, that is the actual title of this God, movie. Fuck. Uh, Fast and Furious presents colon, Hobbs and Shaw came out in 2019. It was directed by David Leach and written by Chris Morgan and Drew Pierce, and it stars Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Jason Statham, Idris Elba, Vanessa Kirby, Helen Mirren, and many others. Lawman Luke Hobbs and... Wait, okay, sorry, that kind of cut off weird. <laughs> Lawman Luke Hobbs and outcast Deckard Shaw from Form and <laughs> they've got their names after it, and so I'm kind of skipping ahead, and it's it's just read it with weird. the names. Lawman Luke Hobbs, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, and outcast Deckard Shaw, Jason Statham form an unlikely alliance when a cybergenetically enhanced villain threatens the future of humanity. Dun- this movie series started with people stealing fucking VCRs. Yeah, but it was about family. Yeah. And, and that still shows through here. Okay. All right. <laughs> Clearly. These these are when it comes to the family dynamic, these are your two estranged uncles. <laughs> right. The who two. have to who have to get together to um I don't know, like fix the water heater or something. And so they're like they're working on it real hard together. I you can be, tell there's tensions, but 
But man, they just work real well. I would be so much more into this movie if it was two hours of these two characters in character having to go to Home Depot together to fix a water heater. Like when they're not on one of their <laughs> right, missions. Exactly. Just what they're doing For all the other time. For some reason, they just have to work together on this project, this family project, and do that. But Idris Elba is like peeking around from around the corners and he's sabotaging their efforts to buy the right <laughs> dimension of lumber yes. at every yeah. opportunity. They, they cut him off at the beginning of the movie while they're driving and he makes it his mission to fuck with them for the rest of the movie but by the end of it they become friends oh my gosh (laughs) I have seen the trailer for this movie Mm -hmm. and I've seen a Mm -hmm. few like oh here's a fight scene from it on YouTube like I think I've seen the fight scene where they escape the prison some AMVs okay so they're in prison at some point I have not seen like I'm sure I saw the trailers for this movie I did not remember the trailers for this movie I mean Um, I am super out of touch with this entire series at this point I think the last one I saw was Fast 2 Wow. Oh, wow. You, you didn't even get to the good few. one. You, you missed... didn't even watch Tokyo Drift? No. Tokyo Drift is the good one. You missed that. <laughs> that's, a lo- that's a I lie. hate that character. Tokyo Drift. Tokyo Drift Go back and listen. Ass. That's the one I like. That's the Tokyo only Drift. good one. Yeah, Tokyo go back Drift. and listen. You have eight episodes of wrong opinions. <laughs> Tokyo Drift is good. The main character is hot garbage. Hot garbage. And it turns out he's in a lot of scenes in that movie. <laughs> what? I wouldn't As go the hot main garbage. character. He's, hot gar- he's better like than any of the fast. other protagonists. Hot garbage no. or yes. hot Oh, wait. Garbage. From Fast and Furious no. or from Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift? From all of the movies, no, if he's you, not bigger than any of the other. The only issue with other... that guy is his southern accent, which is terrible. But apparently, his real accent. He doesn't care about family. He just cares about going fast. Yeah, and, and he has to get better at going fast. About... It's not no, just I'm he doesn't an get better at going the fast. Entire movie. He has to learn how to turn. Yeah, exactly. Which is important when you're <laughs> drifting. But he's not. He doesn't care about that. He just cares about going fast. You're selling me on this movie. Can we just watch Fast and Furious 3 again? <laughs> no, that's a terrible movie. And I'm looking forward to watching Hobbs and Shaw because it apparently has what it has all the best parts of what the Fast and Furious franchise brings to the movie table. So cars and not Vin Diesel. It has cars, it has big muscly dudes punching each other, and it has like crazy like, crazy stunts and bad one liners. Yeah. Right. Like that and that's the whole point. Like it's fun. It's fair. It's fun pop summer popcorn movie, right? Of all the characters in the Fast and Furious universe that I would want to see team up, it is really these two. Like these two had some some fun moments in the actual movies, and I enjoyed both of their presences in the movies that they were in. Like the the one that seems weird to me is Shaw, because mm-hmm. I forget because it's been a minute, but ha- didn't he canonically like explode or something? Didn't he kill Han? He killed Han, and then in his movie, like they they fought him to a draw essentially, and they were like, "All right, bygones are bygones." And then the next movie, they work together. Yeah, how are bygones bygones when he's murdered a member of the family? To be fair, that guy's not dead anymore. Yeah, so I, I was know. gonna say no one's <laughs> dead anymore. Yeah, wait, they're isn't, all secret isn't that agents. The new one that's about to come out is that he's not dead anymore. Yeah, but like, and also all the guys that care about. Han aren't in this movie so like who cares that's fair but uh, well but it's weird it's still weird that he's considered part of the family right because doesn't he attend the barbecue at the end of face but like that's an issue for that movie not for this movie where the entire (sighs) premise is these two hate each other all right guys we all know about the same amount which is that two muscle guys punch stuff yeah so with that being said let's go watch the movie we'll be back in just a minute but before we go uh Rick's released a book called Fate's Pawn on Amazon in paperback and e-reader forms. Rick, how much punching is in your book? 
okay, normally when we do this, there's like a funny joke about like how this thing is not actually You're like, in my book. My <laughs> book actually cures cancer. Exactly, yeah. Things yeah. that are completely out there and, and not in it at all. There is so much punching in my book. There's, there's a of, there's, lot of there's punching. There's actually canonically lots of punching in Rick's yes. book. Yes. I'm what working on the sequel cars? right now, which is about yeah. wizards learning to punch each other better. So like... <laughs> There's a lot of punching. <laughs> yeah, Caleb's question. How about cars? How many cars do you have? Not a lot of cars. Mm, Wagons. Not, two no. out of five stars. There are flying like ships, like like sailing ships, but they they fly through the sky. Okay. Well, so, like, if you want to read a book about flying ships and punching, uh, check out Fate's Pawn, available on Amazon. Additionally, if you like the podcast and want to help support us, we are on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash opinionated. For as little as a buck a month, you get all sorts of bonus content, including early access to our episodes, bonus episodes, including listener requests and some first impressions, and even a few gaming episodes. So definitely check that out. Again, that's patreon.com slash opinionated. Guys, we're going to be back in just a minute after we're finished watching Fast and Furious Presents colon Hobbs and Shaw. It's is presenting a colon, yes. <laughs> I want to go fast. Luke Hobbs and Deca Shaw. We've got unfinished business. Shaw's sister took something from me. A virus that could wipe out half the population, and I want it back. You wanna tell me just what we're dealing with here? It's my sister. Family business. When it's the fate of the world, it becomes my business. This whole thing sounds really dodgy. Look after your sister. Listen, I'll handle it. The only way we survive is working together like a team. Let's do this. Buckle up, fat boy. On my three. One. Ah! <laughs> Woo! Hey, see the look on his face? You have no idea how long I've been waiting to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause it's one time! The music's already started. That was the dumbest... Fast and Furious movie, Let's see if we can get except it was also not. It was basically just par for the course for Fast and Furious movies. It's also the best Fast and Furious movie. It's also not that. <laughs> it's definitely that. The, it it's it was weird because it straddled the line between like che- good old fashioned cheesy campy action fun and like cringe because. <laughs> <laughs> Because I don't know about you guys, but man, they really should have written more of the jokes instead of. I just do feel like, like they've run out of catchphrases that they can't just be like, "Oh, I already did this like a million times." Well, it's not even catchphrases. It's like just letting letting Dwayne Johnson and and uh, Jason Statham. Jason Statham like because it came across as if either they were all making up their lines on the spot, and so they didn't <laughs> yeah. really have time to think it through, or. Uh, the the head writer's twelve year old middle school son decided <laughs> he wanted to write all the insults. Because to be fair, that's about the right age range for did Fast they, and Furious movies. Did there so. used to be more sex in these movies? Am no. I misremembering? I don't that? think so. No. I thought but there was the, more booty there was, shaking. There was booty shaking, but it was like the like ooh we've got because remember the series used to be about street racing. Yeah, they have so, like so it used to be like oh we're the like girls. flag waver yeah. girl and I'm gonna. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna wave my flag, and then and then later we're gonna have to go pick up Ludacris at his pool party. <laughs> right? Yeah. So well, they was... did have those scenes in the opening where they had the party and yeah, the panning the camera had a lot of ass. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Like it was yeah. covered. It's not like it was thongs. Oh yeah. And undulating butt cheeks or anything <laughs> like that. Mm-hmm. So I guess it it had an amount of that appropriate for it, and apparently. PG film? No, I, no, that was the film that Rick kept swapping, swapping to. Oh, this movie was PG thirteen, <laughs> PG sixteen, if only. 
Uh, it it was Peggy thirteen. It Peggy. was weird because a number of the action scenes were the type of over the top that we kind of expect from this franchise, right? And were fun, honestly. Like mm-hmm. I liked a lot of the action. Yeah, I liked a lot of the choreography that went into that, especially when they're on the cars. I think these movies, their best action is done in vehicle. Um, I feel like oh, they took would, a while to get to I some would, of the vehicles. Except stuff. for the final fight with the main villain at the very end, which I also really liked. But the other hand-to-hand stuff I didn't think was as fun. See, here's the thing. I think that in a normal Fast and Furious movie, I would probably agree of like the the car stuff is way better than any hand-to-hand fighting that goes mm-hmm. on. In this one, I'd say that pretty much all the hand-to-hand fighting was fun. I enjoyed it. It wasn't like... It didn't blow my it mind, okay. it, but it was it was better than I expect from a Fast and Furious movie because I expect the Fast and Furious movies to have bad hand to hand fighting. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, you've got Dwayne the Rock Johnson and Jason Statham who are both experts at doing <coughs> entertaining fighting, like yeah. as opposed to Vin Diesel who stands around and looks grumpy. Like, well, my issue with the action in this film is that neither one of them really took more than a scratch throughout the entire two-hour run time. Yeah, yeah that's fair. It's not like you're watching a, a, a die-hard film or you get to watch, um, what's his name, the protagonist, get John McClane. stabbed yeah. Yeah. and shot, and he's walking on glass, and his feet are covered in blood and <laughs> shit like that. Right. Like You can see how he kind of gets, he just barely manages to skimp it out. Yeah. At the end. Right, right. Whereas they kind of went like, oof, ouchie. In the last fight, but the rest of the time, they were just, like, mushing up all of these goons like they were Play-Doh. And yeah, they well, never got shot or anything. That's sort no. of the, the like, that's, thing that's with Rick's Fast and Furious movies. That's most common yeah. complaint, it's like they literally they're invincible. Ha- in, in Fast and Furious movies, like, a lot of the characters literally have written into their contract that they cannot lose a fight. Like, and it's the lamest shit I've ever heard in my life. But I think yeah. that in this movie, they do a little bit better than that than usual because they have any time Idris Elba is fighting them, he just wins. Yeah. Like he, he beats the shit out of them over but and over But there's no again. real conclusion. And they, they run so. away. Right, exactly. Which times. is the problem. Like it, it doesn't come to a definitive they lost, but it is clear that they can't beat him at any point in the movie until they start working together. And even though they, we don't see them take any lasting damage, like, oh man, they're, con- they're like bloodied up throughout the rest of the movie or whatever. The fight scenes with Idris Elba do at least like his punches seem to have impact. Like yeah. within yeah. the fight, well, he's as catching a cars and shit. Thing, yeah, like they're taking damage. Right. It's just that as soon as the fight's done, they're just like walking around as if right. nothing happened. Which is the opposite of like a Vin Diesel versus Rock fight, where they just hit wail on each other and both like walk away like literally nothing happened. <laughs> exactly. The, let's talk about the plot because this movie's. Dumb. Lame. <laughs> right. Let's think about how much bullshit is present in this, like, nanovirus DNA shit. Yeah. Like, they pull all of this out of nowhere about how it's a disease or it's a virus that could be reprogrammed. It was supposed to be a vaccine at first, but now they're going to use it to apparently somehow kill everyone. Everyone how to- who's How weak. topical. Hmm. Right. No. It, it's so, it's so, like. A product just of its time. No, it's so just a thing to move the plot along because you'd think that something like this society and world ending reprogrammable virus at some point in the movie, let's, let's think back of the rock. You guys have seen the rock, Sean Connery and uh, Nicholas cage. Mm -hmm. And that movie, there's something similar where there's like this bioweapon, right? Right, Yeah. And they've said like, Hey, if we're firing this bioweapon, we're going to like shoot it at different cities across the U S 
and it's going to kill tons of people. Right. And it's not just an empty threat because early in the movie, we see a single one of the little globules of bio disease, whatever it is, breaks and a soldier melts in front of the camera. Right. So we're like, oh shit, that that really is powerful. Mm -hmm. This vaccine, we've never... er, We never see anyone. This virus, we see her, we see uh, Shaw's (laughs) sister injected into herself and then she goes, ooh. And like cringes a little bit because she got stabbed with a needle, and, and that's about it. Yeah, she's literally fine for the entire thing, which is because it's we a don't nano. We get a flashback of somebody melting. I mean, it's some na- yeah, it's some nano bullshit. So like the entire thing is that like it. I think it will only activate once the time limit runs out, and it will instantly kill her essentially. But they do such a terrible job of keeping a grasp of the tension that is supposed to have introduced. Absolutely. Like hypothetically, at, like at first they say there's roughly seventy two hours until the world ends, and then your grasp of the passage of time completely yeah. evaporates. Yep. They could have done some twenty four shit where it's kind of like X number of hours have passed mm-hmm. yeah. or remain. Oh yeah, right. created more gravity. Like, oh no, we're down to thirty seconds there at the end. But I just, I did not feel that tension throughout it. Especially because they keep interrupting all the action and all the d- tension and drama to like have these real heart to hearts about how <laughs> yeah. about you know, what about about family, family. my family. <laughs> and I really have to say how they're. They're sorry they disappointed the family. I wasn't a good family, but I'm working on it. I want to be a better family. Will you be family with me again? Family. I know I said family's not about blood, but blood family's really what matters in this movie. (laughs) I just want to be a family again. You can't be a family after what you did to me. Don't you have a don't you have a ticking time bomb that is the DNA virus that's coursing through you? I don't worry about that. I want to (laughs) resolve these issues with my family. (laughs) But that virus is gonna kill your family! It's more yeah. important that I have closure. <laughs> That's the thing about this movie is that it you very clearly don't need a plot this complicated for your for the audience intended for this movie to be like, okay, I'll go with that. It's not that like, complicated though. It is overly done. It's not that it's complicated in terms of like what it does. It's There's just too the, many threads. The, yeah, the amount of effort that they're going to to be like, it's a virus. That's a nanovirus that'll do blah 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 blah, and it'll do this. And we've got a biotech company that is enhancing humans to try a and bio, get a, it. A, Cult, yeah, how yeah they describe it. cult. it's basically Cerberus from Mass Effect, which I only know because I'm recently playing Mass Effect. <laughs> uh-huh. But like, it's it's insane to me that they went to those links to just when they could have just been like, "All right, your sister's infected with a thing, and this I mean, guy's gonna come get her." Like, that's all you have to the do. States. There's going to be dinosaurs in space in the next. <laughs> one. We have to raise the stakes. God, if there is actually a crossover between Fast and Furious and Jurassic World, I will just die. And Alien and Transformers. <laughs> I mean, their cars. They could be driven by some of these meat yeah, yeah, Let me set the scene. You see Vin Diesel. He's walking down a, a, a hallway where the lights have flickered out. And he looks at his scanner and he sees a single dot. Bleep, bleep, bleep. And then he looks up and he just sees a raptor looking down. Like, Clever girl. <laughs> and then it jumps down on him. Then the raptor opens up his mouth and then the head of Dwayne the Rock Johnson pops out and goes, Hey, brother, we're family. No, and he, who, he tries who, to snap Who is up. the main guy in uh, Jurassic World? Oh, Chris, Chris Pratt. Pratt. Yeah. He he's going to ride a dinosaur like a motorcycle, and that will be his car. <laughs> God, oh my God, and his family. I, and but his at family. the same time, in Transformer movies, they always have these alongside humans that do not matter at all. That's yeah. any these guys movie. could fill that role perfectly. Well, except that it's they're a match all, made in heaven. This is the thing; they're superhuping enough that they like, would be fist I would fighting. Wait, 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 are we back to talking about the movie again? Yes, <laughs> sort and no. of. Okay. <laughs> no, like if you had if you had. 
freaking Dwayne the Rock Johnson rock up to Optimus Prime and punch him in the face, I'd just roll with it because yeah. like that's the level that these movies are at where it's like they oh, are these similar in that. Regard. Optimus Prime's like. No way, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. We're family. <laughs> I was the truck that you were born in. <laughs> I'm like your mother. Vin Diesel, I am your father. <laughs> <laughs> okay, speaking of Transformers, uh, the, the motorcycle that, uh, that Idris, Elba. Idris Elba drives in this car is the coolest thing ever. Yeah, and it's super I, cool. I do not like that it is not a major part of the final climax. Like, I really was hoping it would come back and, like, punch someone in the Become face. Become power somehow, yeah. like, His teammate, Idris Elba's teammate, is his motorcycle. They're fighting yeah. side by side. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, when he comes back and he, re- like, he understands that his family all along was the motorcycle that protected him along the way. <laughs> and, like, at the end of the movie, we didn't see the after credit scene, but I'm assuming the motorcycle jumped in and saved him from the water. <laughs> no, not even, like, when, because he works for the, the tech company is called Eton. And so when mm-hmm. Eton's like, it was El- Elba, you have failed us. Decommission, you're being, you're being powered down. The robot just, like, does the classic, I'm jumping in front of the bullet. Thing, yeah, I'll like, absorb the cellular data. Uh, decommission me instead. <laughs> Interrupts no. the binary signal. Now you're just a regular <laughs> motorcycle. What's the point in that? Because uh, what are some of the things that Idris Elba's super sick motorcycle can do? It can just jump when it feels like it and can do bend. wall rides. Yeah. It can, it can like can turn tr- into a different motorcycle to slide under things. It's as, yeah. if, it's as if a motorcycle got gold medal in gymnastics at the Olympics. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what and it one is. One of the most useful features is just that it can be beckoned like a pony. Yeah, it drives yeah. itself. In The Legend of Zelda. He just he just presses down on the D-pad, whistles, and here comes his motorcycle. <laughs> exactly. It's I really... incredible. I, I like Idris Elba as the villain. Uh, oh, yeah, he's too, great. Too often in Fast and Furious movies, the villain is just, I am other guy in fast car. Uh, yeah. And it's like, okay... Why? Aside from just like maybe, I'm a drug maybe you dealer. have like socio political power. Like, <laughs> what makes you more compelling as a like big car driver guy than our crew? Right? <laughs> Absolutely but, nothing. Especially since he doesn't have a right. I can't lose a fight clause in his contract. But Idris Elba is super sick because like I like that he's a cyborg and he like he stops bullets with his hands. Right. And he's got this thing with his eye where he, like they glint and all now he's got all the you know, he's got like all the, the data. It's like the Terminator readout of things, except Absolutely, it's yeah. a high tech Except it's it dumb. only works on one dude at a time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> if three people with guns were pointing at him, he'd be like I haven't got that upgrade yet. <laughs> Imagine if Iron Man's suit, if Jeeves inside his suit could fly or fire the th- yeah. little, like, <laughs> beams or little missiles. And he had to like, right. choose which system he was going with. Exactly. That's well, kind of what Idris Elba's got What going. it reminds me of is playing either Assassin's Creed or games like that where you're just technically fighting yeah. 15 people at the same time, but somehow you're only ever engaging with them one at a time. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's like Arkham Asylum for Batman. A lot <laughs> of the guys will just stand back or in the circle and wait for their turn. That's right. That, that's the problem them. is yeah. that they he, they, he he got too many guys coming at him. He couldn't hit both triangle and square at the same time. So, you know, <laughs> just, you know you're screwed. I like that Idris Elba calls himself the Black Superman because, <laughs> yeah. A, it's a funny line, especially when the movie's already filled with so much, like, cringe, oh, cringe one-liners. Cringe yeah. machismo that yes. doesn't feel, like, it's like The Rock is saying he earns his this level of machismo just because he's got the muscles mm-hmm. when we need to see more of, like, 
it's too over the top. It's it's cringe how how far they've taken it, right? I I kind of like that because I don't know. I don't know that like I could. There's no world in which I take this movie seriously. That's that's the first thing that's important about that. Yeah, and I kind of like it on a like this is incredibly stupid, so I'm going to laugh at it. Level. Mm-hmm. I'm well, enjoying I, it, I guess. But when he when he rolls up and he's like. Howdy, partner. I'm a piss in your boots, little candy ass, or whatever. And it's just like, okay. I wish he'd said that exact line. That'd That's be a level of one-liner that The Rock has. And Jason Statham's no bro- no better. It's just that he throws in some British slang. So he's like, <laughs> Oi, yo, wanker. Oi, I'm a piss in your, in your trainers, yo, wanker. <laughs> or whatever. I, I like that they're bad at it. It's funny yeah. to me that they are doing a bad version of the machismo because it's such a dumb idea to begin with like to be like oh i'm the other super badass alpha bullshit sigma nutsack <laughs> so <laughs> you can't you can't beat this shit <laughs> you forgot yeah, red pillar bad, yeah, that's no right kid. yeah it, it reduces their actual badassery for me because they're so bad at the like machismo and the oh, bragging yeah. about it, it also yeah. does that for me I just never believed them being badasses in this movie. Like, they're, but but they're, I think you're supposed to. And what I'm saying with Idris Elba is that when he calls himself the Black Superman after literally stopping bullets with his outstretched hand right. and just like catching a truck that was falling through the air and like tossing it to the side, yeah, it doesn't yeah. feel like empty words. It doesn't yeah. feel like empty words. It feels deserved, and it makes him seem cooler as opposed to the one-liners that we're getting from Hobbs and Shaw, which do not make them seem cooler. That's, that's yeah. fair. I can I can understand where you're coming from. I was willing to, well, not meet the movie on its level, but watch it trip over that low bar and then laugh mm-hmm. at it. It's just such a lame primary tension that they drag out for two fucking it's hours. It's just pissing yeah. contest the movie. And Absolutely. dick measuring. Exactly. Yeah. It really is. Yeah, at and some points, literally, because they're constantly making jokes about like, hey, here, you can borrow some of my pants. Sorry if your tiny cock has too much room in it. <laughs> exactly. It's a little loose down there for my massive schlong. <laughs> and I think that it would have been more tolerable if they just hadn't dragged it out for so long. Yeah, I think yeah. I think so. I think they, they push too hard on it. I think that like it should have gradually become more friendly over the course. Like they're still making the jokes. Or just but subtract it 45 just becomes, minutes from this runtime. Well yeah. That it would did also not help. need to be this long. That would the, help immensely. There's ways of changing the like s- verbal sparring with each other oh, yeah. to make it more endearing. As more sexual. To right. Right. That's what they, they needed to kiss. Yeah. There needs to be that <laughs> sexual tension between them the whole time. Or maybe if they just I mean, had you know a little more personality. Indicated yeah. that. Right. Because, because it's it's a bunch of jokes about each other's manhood and about how like oh you actually suck and I'm not the one who sucks you're right. really the one who me sucks. and your sister are gonna fuck whether you like it and or I'm, not I, I can nobody fucks hard. my sister but me and I can punch uh. harder than you can punch no oh, I'm a better punch no than I right. can punch yeah. faster than you can punch yeah and and because at the because we all know what's coming which is that at the end of the movie they're gonna look at each other and be like. You're like a family to me. Let's punch him at the same time. <laughs> That's right. right? And, then, and, and then they will do the fusion dance and become Dwayne well, the Shaw, <laughs> Jason Statham. And what they needed to was to reach that moment. Maybe not the like, we'll punch them together, but the like, I've got a mutual respect for you moment. They need right. to get to that halfway through the film and then let the jabs that are going at each other be like brotherly jabs. Yeah. Like the yeah. kind where they've each got like, 
make it where Hobbs is just making fun of Shaw for being short from then on. It's right. not about how good of a fighter is. They both respect each other as, as men of action. Right. But now, but now they've got to like, and and you can let Shaw keep making fun of Hobbs for basically being a big dumb oaf. Right? Yeah, that's fair. But they don't get to that. They no. get to the end. They have their, you're like a family to me. Let's hold hands and punch him with the fist. <laughs> and then as soon as that's over, it's, oh, you're dick tiny. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, but the sister's there now tell him, like, we're all still family, right? They're all still <laughs> yeah, family. Yeah, she basically yeah. grabs them and says, we get it, assholes. All right, Stop. Let's, <laughs> let's talk about this sister. I like her introduction. And I think she's, generally, I think she's fine throughout yeah, the whole movie. I think she's a fun and presence. she's not used for really much of any fan service yeah. she's not used for fan service and she, I, her action sequences are cool i yeah. like that she she does a lot of like m- like using their weight against the martial yeah, arts right I, I don't know what the actual martial art is but but she does a bunch of that and it's, it, it, it's stunt martial art there's not like a lot of actual specific sure. martial arts that. but but it looks it looks effective it looks believable sure and and she see like she has plenty of badass moments in it too yeah i she's like she's not a victim no no i like that She's constantly trying to kill herself to save the world. <laughs> right. that, that's a fun. Because, we can all relate to that. Because the, <laughs> because the classic is because she's Shaw's sister, right? Right. And true. so she's supposed to be the in the traditional like action movie setup. She Shaw would be like, "Oh, I've got to save you," and you're just gonna kind of sit in the background and not really do anything while I really hurry and try and take care of you, right? Right. And he does try and rescue his sister, mm-hmm. right? As as a good brother would do. But at the same time, she's like also actively trying to solve the situation herself, calling her brother and Hobbs big dumb dummies because they really can't stop squabbling. Mm-hmm. And then anytime she's like, "Well, looks like we don't have time to distract the virus from me. I guess I'll kill myself to save the world again." <laughs> right. right? Yeah. And he has to like sit down and be like, "No, family, 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 family." Family. She's like, never give up. World greater than family, and, and then, then Shaw's he's just like, like, no family. <laughs> and then she's like, all right, family. You family. are my whole world, family. <laughs> oh, family. <laughs> family. Yeah, she almost functions as a foil to the ridiculous machismo. Yeah, yeah. and How I think she does that. They are. She definitely does that well, and I think that that's that's what makes it work. Like they're. I, I appreciate that they don't lean very heavily on like a lot of romantic tension between her and the rock. It's sort of there, but it's not like you'd the expect driving. it to be there, especially because like Hobbs and Shaw have that whole back and forth where Shaw's like, Hey, you better not try and fuck my sister. And then Hobbs is like, I got a big dick and I'm going to try and fuck your sister. <laughs> She's a strong, but, independent woman. If she wants to fuck me, I'll, be fucked. <laughs> I'll fuck her over and over and over again. And I'll let you know. I'll send you <laughs> selfies while we're fucking. It was about the same amount of romantic uh, component as what was in Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was It was. It was. a satisfying dollop. There's right. some There's some tension. There's a few smooches. I and think then there's more sexual the tension in Big Trouble Little China. Like, they feel like they want to jump their bones more, whereas in this one, they're like, that scene, you're kind of cute. That scene in the sewers when they're, like, swimming past each other. Yeah. yeah Stop the, rubbing yeah. your wet, sewagey body all over. <laughs> why, why, why are you rubbing up against my boner? <laughs> That's the scene <laughs> we needed from Hobbs and Shaw in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> they're squeezed into that McLaren together. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Hobbs is like, oh, what are you doing, Stepshaw? That's not the gear shift. (laughs) I guarantee you that... that fan service no the uh, fa- fan fiction is definitely out there <laughs> oh of yeah course. oh for sure of course there's there are terabytes of fan fiction <laughs> of these two banging 
Let's talk for a moment about how the movie ends and then there's another hour of movie. Because because, um, eventually Idris Elba catches up to them and he's able to capture the sister, right? We need to back up a minute and the focal point of the film kind of rotates around this techno cult shit. And they... Eton. They crank... Edion or whatever. They crank that up to the point where apparently this cult has like a Ukrainian missile silo <laughs> that they have an army that yes. is living in. Yeah. And they raid this place and just Hobbs, and, Hobbs Shaw. and Shaw and sister raid this place. No, no, just Hobbs and Shaw. Sister's captured at this point. Right. She raged once there. And there's there. a lot of really satisfying action in there. There's probably the most uh, gratuitous vehicle explosions and vehicle shit. vehicle scene, yeah. That's even where the motorcycle thing is doing its transformer shit. It's awesome. It really should have ended when all of that wrapped up. Well, oh, yeah, yeah. And, and that's that's what we're talking about because she gets captured by Eton, by by Idris Elba, and taken back to their base in the Ukraine, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And then Hobbs and Shaw show up to do their thing, to rescue her, to save the day. And they've got their, you know, it's the scene from the trailer that you've seen where they they each go down a separate corridor. And right. They've got, a, yeah, they've they've got, got a, their own specialized fight for them yeah, to show where, off. Yeah, where Shaw is fighting a bunch of, like, oh, I'm going to fight 20 peons at once. Right. And then and none and of then them matter. The Rock is like, oh, I'm going to fight Go- the literal man Goliath from <laughs> the David and Goliath story. I do kind of wish that that had been a little bit more of a fight on the, the part of The Rock. I think that would have been fun. Although I do enjoy, like, The Rock giving him shit while he's doing his fight. Like, that's kind of fun. I enjoy it, but it and many other scenes dragged the joke out too long. Right. They should have laid on the cutting room floor ultimately. Yeah. Right. But, and then eventually they make it through their doors and they're just met by a bunch of guys at gunpoint. Yeah. And it's like, oh, turns out all your bravado and showboating was for nothing because now we're capturing you and we're going to electrify you to death. Right. Unless you join our cult. Yeah. Although that did lead to like the best joke in the movie where like, you know, they're doing their machismo thing of like, oh, this electricity isn't gonna hurt me at all. Oh god, that actually really hurt. <laughs> like and then, it's it's and then Shaw like, is like, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you getting him to electrocute us? And the rock's just like, uh it was a cool. I thought it would be a cool one-liner. <laughs> if, if it just, cool in my head. if it did a lot more of that, like they they start off doing these machismo things, and mm-hmm. then it just goes into places where it's like making fun of them for doing it. I think it would work a lot better yeah. because I feel like that would come off a lot more honest. Because that moment does come off as pretty honest. Of like, oh, I fucked up. This was not a good idea. All right, we're back to one hundred percent machismo again. Right, and I like. The, the lack of variety of what's going on between Hobbs and Shaw, I think, is the ultimate, like, biggest problem. Mm-hmm. Because they kind of always are coming at each other on an equal footing. And I think that if it was a movie of constantly one getting the upper hand over the other and then that getting reversed, I think that would help the dynamic between them a lot. Because yeah. it could be more... They play little practical jokes, but that's about the extent and of it. They, exactly. they hurl insults at each other, but imagine it was, like them taking turns being out of their depth and the right. other one coming yeah. in to step in and like be like, eh, look, I'm good and you're bad. Exactly. And then, oh, the, the script is flipped. Right, right. I, the reason I bring this whole scene up where she gets captured, uh, along with what you, were, you said, Caleb, where this is kind of, it feels like the natural end point to the movie, but there's still an hour left. Right. Um, is that... This is where they enact their Mick Jagger plan. Right. And they've they've talked about a number of these throughout the movie where they've got like named plans for mm-hmm. when 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 Hot Shaw, Shaw and, and his... his sister were children. Yeah. And I thought these were all super lame. <laughs> they yeah. were like incredibly lame. Like did, I didn't get them. 
Like, was I didn't know reason, why they were named what they were. Was there a reason for any of them other than The Rock was able to say, Shaw, you're a selfish band leader, just like Mick Jagger, wink, wink. Yeah. Like, he was able to use it as a code word, right. and that seems like the only reason that this whole running thing was in the movie, and yeah. then it was just not there anymore for the last hour of the movie. Yeah, I, I would I would say that's probably like it. But, but I mean, the, the thing is that at this moment, they start to work together. Mm-hmm. That could have been... All you really needed, invest in that a little bit more, and we can skip all of the bullshit with the helicopters and, and stuff at the end. See, okay, here's the thing. And I get that, like, having not seen a bunch of these movies, you might not feel this way. But I feel like the the fight in the, like, missile silo has been the end of, like, seven of these Fast and Furious yeah. movies. And so having it be the Samoa thing is a lot better to my mind. So if you're going to do that, that's fine. But I want to replace the the the, like silo fight with the Samoa fight and just have it skip directly to there. Okay. I, I'm I'm fine with a change. It just feels weird, especially because they keep bring, it's like a running thing where, oh, well, what about this plan? Well, what about that plan? And then this feels like such a natural end to the movie mm-hmm. where oh, they use they, the plan together. Yeah. yeah, they drop a missile silo on Idris Elba and they they save the machine that's able to extract the virus from the sister. Right. And right. then they and then they escape and get away. And the only thing that keeps it going is the fact that oh no, the machine got booped and yeah. now it's broke. Oh nuts. This right? is this is my big beef with the whole movie is that He's like, I know the best mechanic in the world. I'm like, you introduce <laughs> the best mechanic in the world every movie. You know, like twelve best mechanics in the world. You're All right, really which did. rap god and is then, it this time? And then, <laughs> oh no, it's just a guy who runs a chat shop me. on this it on this tiny island. Because the thing that is broken is the super advanced medical equipment thing. Capable of nanotechnology. The techno cult has yeah. developed to extract the super techno virus. And who does Hobbs, who does Dwayne the Rock Johnson decide that he's going to take it to? Why, the best mechanic in the world. And he takes it to his brother who runs a chop shop in Samoa. It's and also... they show up there and it's just like, my brother will know what to do. Here he is in a yard littered with rusty pickups. He's the guy that we need to repair our super advanced medical machinery. They do other stuff. They said they do a lot of stuff there, just primarily a hot rod you know, chop shop. A lot of nano it's stuff, too. a hot too. rod chop shop, man. Well, that's what sells, but, you know, they do some nano 3D printing on the side. <laughs> nano 3D printing on the side. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. And they show up, and it's got this whole forced, like, oh, we're, our Samoan family's mad at you, the Dwayne The Rock Johnson, because you ditched us. You forgot your people. 30 years ago, and you betrayed our dad. And this is something that's just now introduced. And in about 15 minutes, we're going to forgive you because that's what family does. <laughs> Josh, I have a question for you. How many people do you think live on Samoa? Uh, Ballpark it. Just guess. 2,000. 200,000. <laughs> it's exactly 200,000. Wow. There you go. Now, this is the thing. That is a third the population of Nashville. Yeah. I don't believe Nashville has the need for a chop shop the size that like no, Samoa fair, Joe to runs. To be fair, they talked about it, and because The Rock was like, "Wow, you really expanded your your operation here, brother." And he was like, "Yeah, well, 
this one's going to the Ukraine, and that one's going to the United Arab Arab. That's not a chop shop at that point. And they which, do drugs okay, and stuff I, too. I could buy so their that. Dad used to do drugs. Uh, now they're just a chop shop. I could buy that if like we walked past the facade of like bamboo hut that they have going on, and, and it's then, this like. And then they like um, pressed on a they pressed a mango on the table. <laughs> yeah. and it sank down into their giant <laughs> underground base. Yeah, like syndrome like, from the Incredibles. <laughs> exactly, and they've got like this high tech amazing like supercars going on in there but they don't this is like no. a rusted out is, bucket this cars is, this is rusted out and bucket cars and they're hot riding and their mother's sitting up there with her thatch fan fanning herself in front of their bamboo hut which is fine it looks like a great place to go vacation <laughs> absolutely uh, maybe a wonderful place Definitely. to grow up where you could go swim in the ocean whenever you mm-hmm. wanted and eat fresh mangoes right off the tree and find your protein shanks just growing off the ground <laughs> it does not seem like the place that's gonna ship out hot rotted rust buckets to all corners of the earth <laughs> that's why right. they do it how much of a demand for that waters. is there anyway like anywhere not like all over the planet how much demand is there for hot rotted rusted out pieces of shit and they're whatever, not shitty like, they are so shitty what they drive a, around is she what they were sending out look pretty nice there's an international market hypothetically here okay? hypothetically yeah. and there's probably a hundred other similar chop shops that like specialize in normal things like camaros mm-hmm. but no <laughs> Lamborghinis. Like, souped up uh, tow trucks are apparently <laughs> <Yeah>. in high demand <laughs> Uh, oh and like, gosh. like this wouldn't be such a big deal if we didn't fly from Russia to Samoa to make this happen. Oh, which let's talk about that. Because yeah, never who, mind that timeline. Who set him <laughs> up? Who who got him the flight? Dinkley. Kevin Hart playing Dinkley. Why was this man in the movie? I think it's just because Kevin Hart and The Rock are friends. That's 100%. definitely what happened. Like they were just like Kevin Hart heard about this movie and was like, "Hey, Dwayne, The Rock Johnson, can I please be in your movie?" And he was like, "Yeah, sure, whatever. Right, just stop talking to me." Well, they needed actually the funny right people now. in there, right. so they got Ryan Reynolds, who's funny as shit, and they got Kevin Hart. Kevin his, Hart, who's his pretty bit funny, would have been way funnier if they cut it by like half. I like. I think that's true bit. of just about I was everything a big fan in this movie. Of his bit. It like his I big, didn't need the second thing where he comes back and he's like in the <laughs> yeah he's like in the the toilet talking to them like that part was bullshit like just just take take the like funniest bits of this movie cut it down to an hour and a half and I think it's brilliant right what like, you said about Kevin Hart also applies to Ryan Reynolds just as much like he didn't have a lot of screen time and it wasn't bad but if you cut it in half I think it would have been a little closer to the sweet spot absolutely the issue is that they let so many of the actors do like improvise their jokes that, yeah. and then they're like and we won't cut any of them you guys are great at coming up with jokes guys you know what this exactly. reminds me of we only of? have to pay one screenwriter now it reminds me of the Expendables yes yeah, uh, yeah that's right like they just I think we even had a lot of the same cast. actors in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right yeah no for sure like the expendables and and the fast and furious movies have a lot of the same energy to me it's it, like we have all these people we have our cast is way too large we're gonna try to make everybody look macho and awesome at the exact mm-hmm. same time mm-hmm. and it kind of doesn't work they know they're who they're selling to because I think yeah. they're it's still all the making same people, no money. doubt. Yeah, yeah, no, like you're 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 still selling the meatheads no matter what, and they'll eat yeah. this shit up no matter what you put on the screen. You just have Vin Diesel come on screen, grunt family, and punch a guy, and they'll just cheer for years. But I think that this movie does it better than most of those movies is the problem. <laughs> yeah. So like I'm with you. This is not great, but with what I was expecting, it's pretty good. <laughs> like my bar was set low enough that I was I came out of this like, yeah, all right, I'll do this. This is fine. This leads this whole thing where they go back to the best mechanic in the world, who's a 
The car mechanic and Samoa. Uh, this whole thing leads to the final standoff, which is... Um, oh, what's freaking... Uh, Eton. Yeah, the Eton guys led by Idris Elba. It's basically just Idris Elba. Let's be real here. There's other yeah. people there, but it's basically just him and the re- well, but oh, the there's reason- the Samoans versus yeah. the Eton guys. Right. Exactly. So they show up, and or they Hobbs and Shaw know that Eton's going to show up. That Idris Elba is going to come for him. So they're like, "All right, we got to defend ourselves here because uh, brother is working on fixing the machine so that we can save." Shaw's sister, and mm-hmm. what, what? All right, we're gonna make our last stand here. We're gonna defend ourselves. Where's the guns, Ma? And so they go over to the yeah, gun rack. You're and looking for the pineapple to press. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, and I, I fully expected it to show up any second. <laughs> yeah, they they go over, and oh, lo and behold, here's the here's the door, and it pulls back, and their gun rack is just ceremonial, traditional Samoan like. Clubs and spears. Which, yeah. to be fair, look badass as fuck. They do. Like, they look awesome. 100%. They do. They are going against a tech cult. <laughs> Correct, which is a problem. But they're going to turn the tech off for six minutes. Okay. Specifically yeah. six Let's minutes. Let's talk about that. The fact that... Um, oh, what was the name of the woman character? Sister. That's Haggy. what Sister, we're yes. her. Sister, Patty, yeah. apparently, Patty, yeah. Pro- like, takes this one microchip that was necessary to make their guns work yeah and somehow deconstructs its technology such that she's able to hack into a satellite and turn all of their guns off for about six minutes i don't know how she knows she can do that or how she knows that she will have exactly six minutes using like a windows 3.1 computer from the early 90s not only does it turn off all their guns it disables their helicopters, missile launchers, also but not, guns. The but, helicopter, but not itself. the helicopter itself. There wasn't time for that. She could either do guns <laughs> or she could do helicopters. And blade. it also doesn't deactivate Idris Elba, who is a cyborg. He's not right. a gun. Those gloves are for guns. <laughs> Checkmate. He's got you there. I, I, I sure <laughs> suppose. Um, no, to be fair. Obviously, this entire thing is just bullshit up to set up a bunch of Samoans fighting dudes in tech. And that, and way, and that way, The Rock gets to do his like little haka, haka dance and all that. Ooh, yeah. haka. I'm, I'm super down for all this. Like, we're making fun of it, but honestly, I, I'm fine with it. Like, we're I know making what fun of it because it. in story, it's stupid as fuck. Yes. But it's also neat because it's fun to watch a bunch of, a bunch of like giant Samoan muscle men like beat the shit out of like. Just dudes in, in SWAT armor. Random Stormtrooper 3 <laughs> with a giant Samoan club. Like, yeah. It's awesome looking. My beef exactly. was that it didn't seem like they needed the hack to turn off the guns. Like They should have just been like, you think you're Superman. Fight a superhuman versus regular human. And let's see who wins. And I think macho machismo man would have been like, all right, let's do that. <laughs> that would have been amazing. A like commando, I don't need the gun. Yeah. I don't need the gun moment would have been amazing. But I, I do... Like it's it, this is worth it. It's a long way to go for it, but I have not seen anything quite like this in a Fast and Furious movie, and True. that's what I'm looking for at, at ish, like movie ten yes. of the series. It's it's true. the 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 part where it becomes harder to chew because <laughs> it's still cool scenes, right? right? But when they're doing their like vehicle centipede as it so so uh, the samoans and the military guys they fight and then the sister who's supposed to be staying back and going through her little like dialysis machine runs up to the helicopter to the helicopter she like when 
When Idris Elba kidnaps her, when he catches her and is like, get her on the helicopter, it's about four feet from the helicopter. Yeah, yeah. She and she went him. there. Like, yeah. she, like it's not like I guess he she had was to drag her there. The helicopter. I don't know. I think I she think was just, just dumb. Yeah, it's, she was very she low on blood. Failed a spot check. <laughs> yeah, she, <laughs> she was in the middle of dialysis. She, she, so it, it did show that like the the like extraction process was making her woozy and she wasn't seeing yeah. straight and all this and that. Right, it's but also dumb. helicopters are impossible to not see coming. They're about like they broadcast their presence more than any other piece <laughs> of true. technology. Period. Also, except earlier, for like trains. Earlier on, like they had decided whether she was gonna like hide in the back to finish this process or be up there in the fight, and Shaw was like. No, I want you there on the front lines with me so I can keep an eye on you to make <laughs> the, sure you're safe. The dumbest. Okay, to be fair, if he hadn't done that, then like they would have found her in the back. Like, that's, yeah. maybe or she would have just showed up anyway. He's just genre savvy at this point, and he just knows, all right, here's what I need you to do. I want you to go out and just walk to his helicopter because you're going to get caught anyway, so let's just go ahead and get it done. <laughs> we'll just get this over with. <laughs> that way we can start the whole process of the helicopters flying away. And, oh, you remember that hot-rotted uh, tow truck we talked about earlier? Mm-hmm. Why? Dwayne the Rock Johnson's gonna ride on the back and form a lasso out of the the chain and hook, uh-huh. and he's going to lasso this helicopter. And, and then the helicopter is gonna try to fly away with him. But it on won't him. work. It won't work at first. And then Idris Elba is gonna have to kill the pilot. But Idris Elba has the power to lift the helicopter. <laughs> right. For some reason, the fact that Idris Elba is piloting it gives the helicopter a plus twenty the to boost strength. That it needs. <laughs> and, yeah. and so it's suddenly able to lift not just that truck off the ground, but two other ones. So they have to get a fourth truck, which they are chaining together in a like literal centipede. All these to trucks hold are for some reason like also tow trucks like, because like, anything can tow on specialized for connecting to each other because dadgum if it's not the villains versus the power of family because here come all of the rocks brothers each in their own hot rotted piece of shit <laughs> and each of them has the perfect puzzle piece connector to well, attach yeah. to the one in front of it so now this helicopter is not just lifting one but it's lifting like five trucks i can only assume they plan for this exact contingent i don't think they're actually all built to be tojo they're like yeah. we have to do the speed move right I'm telling yeah. you transformers tie in exactly that happens and the entire purpose of this is so they can crash the helicopter essentially like which there's doesn't no happen. Which, need for any of that which doesn't ha- so they, they've drive they're driving around they're setting off the booby traps they set off earlier mm-hmm. and then they don't get to crash the helicopter until at one point Oh man, the helicopter is just pulling too hard and it pulls yeah. the chain loose. But not on Dwayne the Rock Johnson's watch. Mm-mm. He grabs the car with one hand <laughs> and he grabs the tow truck the tow truck chain which is flying away with his other hand and he holds the helicopter down. Yep. Until which was holding up like five vehicles which is previously 30 seconds five ago. Ve- it's like the scene in the Avengers, where Captain yeah. America, they had is to one up uh-huh. that. Oh, and yeah. He's like holding onto the helicopter and and the the launch pad or whatever. Oh yeah, and it looks like it's about to tear him in half. Uh-huh. Yeah, except in this one, it's just Hobbs, and he's like, and he pulls the chain back down, and like, whoa, whoa, Shaw whoa. slams on the brakes yeah. at the same time, and they loop the chain back around and start the crank. So, oh, now we're reeling back in again. Hobbs it's ridiculous. Hobbs has been superhuman literally since moment one he existed. Yeah. He has been superhuman in the I don't take damage way. He has not been superhuman in the I pull helicopters out of the sky way. I don't agree. Maybe this we is go back no and watch the other movies. Than we'll literally any th- stunt that has happened in a Fast and Furious movie since movie five. Well, earlier in this movie, there was that scene early on where he like reaches out of the window 
of a car yeah. and just like grab someone, nab someone off a motorcycle or some shit like that. That was pretty superhuman. He got yeah. hit with a grenade. Yes, but I'm sorry. It broke his arm supposedly, and then two days later, he flexed his arm better. I am sorry. Reaching, out of a cast, re- Caleb. Re- he just popped it out like, bam, I'm done healing. Healing right. fast and reaching out of a car to catch a human are not at the same level as pulling in. I'm looking it up. How much does an attack helicopter weigh? I mean, just I, well, I mean, I don't think that counts as weight since it's Just flying. look up yeah, how much be, five tow trucks weigh. You would need to know how... That's fair. You need to know how much like lift a, a attack helicopter can generate. I mean, I think we're talking about pretty conservatively like 10,000 pounds. Yeah. Easily. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, For sure. That, no, that's just the weight of the helicopter. Now let's see how much lift does it have. I mean, it wouldn't be both. Like, it's not he's not lifting the weight of the helicopter and that. He's just pulling against the... The, the lift. If anything, the weight of the helicopter would work against it in this scenario. This is now a physics podcast. Right. <laughs> this is death battle with Hobbs and Shaw. Oh, my gosh. The important thing is, to me at least, yeah, this is dumb as shit. It's not any more dumb as shit than anything else I've seen in these movies. So I'm going to roll with it because I actually like this character, unlike most of the Fast and Furious no, characters. I'm actually with Josh on this one. This is a... It's a step too far. Yes. No, it's fun. It's fun as shit, but it's also the dumbest part of the movie. Like, mm. stunt, stunt-wise. Not story-wise. Okay. But, okay. like, it's the dumbest, like, action piece of the movie. Oh, yeah. Because there there have been plenty of other ones in other movies that, like, we've taken turns bitching about, right? Sure. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, you hate it when they're slanging that safe around the streets in five. I mean, only because they're <laughs> killing dozens of people and no one ever brings it up. But this this is the dumbest action stunt, in my opinion. Okay. I, I, I can go along with it being the least believable. I just don't... I've, I've, I've checked out of believability town at he this point. He likes the mythos of the world. No. You don't like the mythos no. of the world that they're creating? <laughs> no. No, I do not. Rick, what are you talking about? That's your favorite. But anyway, getting back on to topic. them crashing the truck in the one area of this Samoan island that is having a thunderstorm. Because up to this point, it has been blue skies, not a cloud in the no, sky. No, there were a fair number of clouds at dawn, and then they're gone for the chase, but they maybe they're just Fluffy off on the side that we can't worst. see. So they fall okay. into the middle of a fucking hurricane. That's tropical no, no. storms. They fall into the mi- middle of a fucking pond <laughs> from well, the top too. of a mountain. Yes. It's like a waterfall. Leading to what? The, the helicopter f- lands right next to them and just crunches on rock. But Sand. apparently there is a small, like, three-foot-wide oh, hole yeah. of water for That's where the waterfall is falling. And the water's falling there, and it wears away the rock, and there's a, there's a hole there. And well, there's two minutes ago, they were on the edge of the, a cliff that went into the ocean. <laughs> and it was sunny as fuck. Now they are in the middle of battle town. And it comes back to their mom and brothers who are still in, in the, the middle, middle of, of the sunshiny sun day. Yeah, that exactly. is a tropical storm. Have <laughs> no. you ever been in summer rain? It's just like you can see where it ends. No, and then no you can Brian. See the sun I've, not, over there. I've not been in a tropical storm that was all of 25 feet across. <laughs> I've not been in one of those You've kinds of storms. You've never seen a little angry crap. Crowd, cloud. <laughs> You've never seen a little angry crowd crying. I've never seen a small cloud just come up and be like, "I'm gonna piss all over you, this spot." No, no. See what it is is two feet away. There's a guy who's super depressed, and this is just how he lives all the time. He just happened to be standing. Maybe Terrible. the island is above the storm, and when they fell, they were under the storm. <laughs> they fell on a sky island. Maybe, yeah. maybe the helicopter pulled, and the traction of the cars that it was trying to pull gripped onto the ground enough that it pulled the island towards the storm a little bit. 
Now, Could as be. dumb as this whole setup is, I'm okay with it because the water get coming off of them in these slow-mo punches. It makes for an awesome fight. Look yeah. amazing. Like this fight is easily the highlight of the entire yeah, It's movie. right up there with the the end of the Matrix yes. where Neo is fighting all the Agent Smiths and like the rain's pouring and yeah. slow motion yeah. going through the rain. Mm-hmm. It looks fantastic. And I really do appreciate like I know I knew it was coming the entire movie. Like from moment one, they were gonna have this moment of like, we're getting our asses kicked. Yeah. I guess we're gonna have to do that thing. No, I don't want to do that thing. No, we're gonna have to do the thing. The Let's power. No, they're not saying. Together. Neither of them are saying no. Both of them are like, okay, brother. Yeah, I know, but like that. It, but but the thing is, Idris Elba can't focus on more because he's got his magic eyes that can predict attacks, but it can only predict one attack at a time. Although earlier in the movie, we see him it, fight like twelve I mean, dudes. It can predict like. Pretty back-to-back attacks. Yeah, I mean, it's. I think it's predicting them. He's just only got so many hands, and he can't like hit both of them all the time. I guess. So they're basically just tying him up so the other one can hit him. Like they explicitly say, "I'll get hit so you can hit him." Okay, I'll do the same. And I like that because that feeds into the stupid, silly machismo that we've had for yes. the entire rest of the movie, where they're both. They've both been bragging about how much like they can take. Like, oh, I can. I'm way tougher than you are. I yeah. can take all this, and then also how much damage they can deal out. And mm-hmm. so this is the like, yeah, I'm gonna. You know, I'll, I'll take one on the chin so you can clock him one. Like, I respect how hard you can hit. And then they're doing vice versa. Like, it yeah, works, yeah. right? And then the ensuing fight scene is really cool. I love. I this is I think the only slow mo in the movie, mm-hmm. aside from maybe some of the car stunts, like where the the motorcycles going under some vehicles and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's really cool. I like the slow-mo punches where we get to see all the water flying off, and it makes the the impact of these hits seem a lot harder. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And then The Rock has his, well, you're black Superman. Here's your kryptonite, bitch. (laughs) And then he just back breaks him onto a rock. Yeah, you got to get the wrestling move. wrestling move? I I mean, it is an actual wrestling move. I don't don't know if it's his his specific His is like the people's elbow and the people's knee. That's right. But I like that this still doesn't kill him. I like that he still, the Idris Elba still kind of gets up and shrugs it off. And it's the fact that his parent corporation that uh, Eton is like pissed at and they're like, eh. You didn't do a good enough job, Idris Elba. I'm shutting you down. I do think that that like it breaks his back somehow. Like it fucks up his mechanical super back. A, a little, <laughs> a little bit. But that's Enough the kind that of thing that would do. be yeah. like, and he's dead. I think and it, he gets up and he's like, ah, oh, that that hurt. Ow. Right. Yeah. Right? I think it was that they were winning him over with family. That mm. they were yeah, like, okay, decommission him. Because at the very end, they're like, Shaw shows up and he's like, hey, you 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 killed my entire platoon and you you framed it on me and got my sister to hate me, but. You know what? I'm better than you. I killed you I, once. I think you're not gonna make hilarious. me do it again. I think this is hilarious to me because specifically of how he was introduced in the franchise of like as like the most evil, driven, yeah. monstrous human being. Uh, and how many how many like minions they've just murdered for uh-huh. this entire movie? Oh yeah, for sure. Like out of hand, casually kill people, and then he's like, Nah, I'm not gonna kill like, you. Easily again. fifty apiece. Yeah, it's, it's and and then here at the end, it's just like, No, you know what? I'm a good guy now. It's okay. They don't have any ties to those guy. other guys' families. Exactly. Just this guy. Right. I, I exactly. guess. It's all the family ties. Otherwise, <laughs> murder's fine. And then Eton's like, oh, no, 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 no. We don't believe in the power of family here. Time to <laughs> shut you down, Nergisella. <laughs> Goodbye. Alt F4. Yep. And then, oh, we're going to lead into a sequel because, oh, oh, Hobbs, don't you recognize my robot voice? I bet you don't. <laughs> Teehee, you'll recognize me soon. Roll credits. It'll be quite the reunion. <laughs> Wink. Uh... Wink. And then they go back to bickering, and here comes a sister, and she's like, oh, boys, and gives them little noogies, essentially. And then they walk off, not even into the sunset. It's just 
and that, credits. They have yep. to walk Very out the ring. Yes, absolutely. No, they start doing like the the weird emotional music that I'm no longer hyped about. Like my blood flow is going down. And it's showing them all like going back to their families. That's and while shit. the credits yeah. are rolling, though. That yeah. still counts as part of the movie. Yeah, but it's in credit sequences. But they're <laughs> like also the movie actively continuing storytelling. Yeah. I can't believe there's four of the damn things. And they're basically just like, hey, here's a moment with family. Hey, here's another moment with family. Here, here, here's I, another fourth moment I've, with family. I've, I've yeah, but the, there was Vin Diesel, right? I've got, no, no, no Vin Diesel. Show really? I've, I've got the Wikipedia for the mid and post real, credit scenes. Real quick, this entire movie exists specifically because... The, uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Vin Diesel hate each other. Oh yeah, I forgot about yeah. that. Why do they hate each other? Because they just I don't. Think Vin Diesel's just a dick, and like, Fair. <laughs> The Rock isn't willing to take it because he knows he's a bigger, more important star. Yeah. <laughs> so in the mid and post credit scenes, Hobbs brings his daughter to meet their f- extended family in Samoa because earlier in the movie, his daughter had been like, "I don't know any of my family," and that was about it. Uh, Deckard and Hattie. Are, try to bust their mother out of prison because earlier Shaw had gone to go see his mom, uh, Helen Mirren, in yep. prison. And yep. she was like, hey, you better go be friends with your sister <laughs> again, still, son. It's still insane to me that Helen Mirren is in yeah. multiple Fast and Furious movies. <laughs> what else um, has she been in? Helen Mirren? Uh, she's like, she's, she's just like a, a respected she, actress. Yeah, she's oh. like a really well-known, respected actress. Yeah. It would be like Jame Duty, Jame, Dame Judy, Dame Judy Dench <laughs> being uh, like Hobbs' Diesel's grandma. Yeah, exactly. It'd sure. just be weird. Um, Hobbs receives a p- call from his partner Locke, who is uh, Ryan Reynolds, uh, informing him that they broke into a facility and discovered another virus. Worse the than- opposite virus. It's yeah. not worse. It's just instead of melting your insides, it melts your outsides. Then and it's. it's like the snowflake virus, but it's bad. It's, it's the, the icicle yeah. virus. Which we didn't even talk about how stupid the like talk about the virus not seeming threatening at all. They don't do anything to show you the consequences of this thing, well, and they can't show the people snowflake. melting to kids. Yes, you can. Okay, I'm down with that. There you go. <laughs> um, and then in the final one that we didn't get to see because Rick kept fucking up, skipping through the credits. Uh, Hobbs has the London police set on Shaw. Uh, and in retaliation for a prank that Shaw pulled earlier where he made uh, Hobbs's code name My Coxmall, <laughs> uh, Hobbs co- told the police that Deckard's name was Huge Anus. <laughs> yep. Good one. Yep. And that's the final credit scene. There you go. Well. End of the movie. This movie's a huge anus, but it's also kind of fun at parts. My f- <laughs> it's a huge farting anus. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite part of this huge anus. Uh I guess, you know, the diamond in the rough. So I guess in this one, it'd be like the prostate in the anus. Um, sure. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Keep it going. All right. <laughs> the best part of this movie is uh, a lot of the action. Um, especially for me, at least, the car action, the multiple car chase scenes were all super well done. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the final fight with Idris Elba and our two main characters. Uh, the other hand-to-hand combat was a little jumpy for me. Uh, you know, I've mentioned before, just like that super quick cut action style isn't for me. Mm-hmm. I, I like being able to see the fight as it's going on. Uh, and I think we got a lot more of that in the final one when they're doing their slow-mo and you get to see the rain flying off their punched faces and stuff like that. Yeah. It was cool. My least favorite part was how little editing went into it <laughs> uh, because there's way too many scenes that just drag on yeah. comedic bits that stop being funny about halfway through. Uh, it just really needed to spend some time on the cutting room floor. So uh, it's fun enough for a, like, you'd call it a popcorn movie. Like, yeah. there's very little substance to it, but there's fun enough that you can sit down and enjoy it. 
So I'll give it a, you know, I'll give it two and a half uh, robot eyes out of five. Okay. All right. All right. Caleb, what'd you think? I think that the action was really a lot of fun. But as I was watching it and reflecting on it, I was thinking about when we watched Commando and how I enjoyed that film significantly more despite it also being gratuitous, manly action, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And I think that my issue with it is the fact that so little feels like it matters. No one's taking a hit that's actually worth a damn. Yeah. And it just, like, I stopped caring. Even the overall stakes for the movie are, like, they say it's the world ending, and it's just very hard to care. (laughs) Caleb, where were you when they were forcing me to watch all of these damn things? I needed someone (laughs) else on my team to talk about this shit. Yes, I agree with you completely. So I think the storytelling is just weak, and the fun parts get old, kind of like you were saying, Josh, Yeah, in a different way. So I would give it two... um, feces crusted tires <laughs> out of five. <laughs> I don't remember that part, but okay. <laughs> Brian. You guys seen the uh, Bill and Ted movies? Yeah. I have not seen any of them. None oh, of them. I've seen zero to... Bill and Ted. We should do all three of those. Have you seen the Bill and Ted movies? I think I saw the first one a long time ago. Bill and, and Ted I remember go to White Castle? Nothing no, about it. No. no. So, no. And I think the second no. one... They're evil robots that are sent to kill them for whatever reason. That is the second one. And yes. in order to fight them, they make their own robots at the hardware store. Okay. So for a rewrite of this scene, when they go get the best hot rod mechanic, I want them to do the montage but not show what's going on. When Idris or Ingenious Elbow gets there, <laughs> uh-huh. they come out and they're like hot rod cyborgs and they're going to fight him with their hot rod and <laughs> moonshine yes. nitrous and shit. Of course. And that's my favorite scene. It's the, my scene. <laughs> the one that doesn't exist in the movie, yeah. but your head cannon. Yeah, but I, I, it'll get there. <laughs> okay, bud. How I, about your least favorite? I mean, I just felt like, it, similar to what you guys say, a lot of it drug on. Yeah. I never need to see The Rock's daughter as much as they should. Like, I, oh. I know it's about family, but I don't I don't care about his daughter. She doesn't mm-hmm. do anything for the story. Uh, But it's, it's Fast and Furious enough for me, so I'll give it a... Two and a half out of five uh, banging sisters. <laughs> Jeez. I don't like Fast and Furious movies. For, for reasons that there are literally hours of podcasts uh-huh. you can go and listen to. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do like this movie. Uh, I, don't like it a, I don't like it a lot. But partly because I did not see like the initial like Hobbs and Shaw working out of the back of a truck, stealing VCRs, drinking Corona. I can go along with these two being over the top superhuman action stars in a way that I have very, a lot of difficulty doing with the fast and furious crew that is normally present. Yeah. Okay. Um, I also just like these two better. They're my favorite thing about this movie because despite all the one-liners that don't land, these two actors to me have such charisma that they are still fun even when their jokes are bad. Mm-hmm. I'm having a good time listening to them banter even though it could be a lot better. I wish that they had worked harder on it, but at the same time, when they're doing their thing, they're doing their thing well because they're the best at it in the world in a lot of ways right mm-hmm. now. Sure. Um, 
my least favorite thing about this movie is that it's two hours and 15 minutes. Yeah. You can easily chop out 45 minutes. Like, chop out 45 minutes, make this a tight hour and a half, and I think you have an amazing, excellent, fun action movie. As it stands, you've got a lot of fun action movie padded mm-hmm. out with just a whole bunch of horse shit that doesn't need to be there. I yeah. couldn't agree more. So I am going to give this three out of five inches in the dick measuring context. <laughs> contest. <laughs> Not nearly enough. <laughs> well, you put them together and you got six inches, so you're average. But because there's, there's one for Hobbs and one for Shaw. Yeah, that's fair. But overall, it's a fun movie. If you like Fast and Furious, yeah, absolutely. Check this out. You probably already have because all of you somehow watch all of these movies back to back, and I don't <laughs> understand how you exist. There's way too many to do that now. But, you know, this is this is fun. Of the Fast and Furious movies, this is, if not the top, near the top for me. It's, it's a fun movie. Well, if you want to listen to us review more of the Fast and Furious movies, we've done all of them up to this point, and they're available <laughs> on our website, opinionatedpodcast.com. Additionally, we're on social media at OpinionCast on Twitter and Opinionated Podcast on Facebook. Feel free to reach out to us at our email address, OpinionatedMovieReviews at gmail.com. We always love hearing from you guys, whether it's your thoughts on our episodes or suggestions for what we should watch in the future. If you get a chance, please leave us a rating on iTunes and follow us on Spotify. Between that and you sharing us with your friends, it's the best way we have of getting out to new listeners. We always appreciate you guys listening. And until next time, we're Opinionated. Thanks, guys. cigars and said yeah on the manga you did okay i i only know him from basically from the movies like i've read the manga but it's been years so i i don't i don't know him from well okay i know him from abridged that's where i that's where i know him from we're still talking about dragon ball z characters yeah we're talking about the pig that wishes for panties when he gets the dragon ball Uh, the most comfortable pair (laughs) of panties i can't imagine that's what he actually wished for like the most comfortable it must have been like the most sexy or like the dirtiest pair of panties (laughs) and yet they're bulmas weird the dankest pair of panties in existence I think I and think they belong uh, to this fifteen-year-old girl right here. Yep. Well, uh, you think only Shenron has so was, much power? No, you think Shenron was just like d- dumbass request. Just nearest like, panties, <laughs> boom. There, have some, <laughs> you perv. Like he just didn't put any effort into it. Probably not. He's not no. the super Dragon Ball dragon, so he can't get like the best panties through all the universe. I haven't actually seen it. Like, what's uh, the less limits the, on the wishes. Yeah. What limits are on Shenron's wishes? Like, uh, he can't kill anyone that's more powerful than him. There, yeah. There's a couple of, like, tiny things like that. There's a num- the number of people can't he can make resurrect people his people fall once. in love. Uh, yeah. Can't ask for more wishes. Yeah. Who's more powerful than Shenron? Like, everyone. At- like, Piccolo's dad killed Shenron. Easy. Like, one shot at him. Yeah. So, as far as dragons go, he's weak sauce. So, as oh, far yeah. as, like, 
So then, what's the deal with it being the whole like, all right, this is our MacGuffin. Like, hey, we got to collect. Can they still grant wishes? Yeah, you can just... still do like you can make yourself immortal with them. You can do stuff like that. But how like... is that not beyond the scope of his power level? <laughs> if he's no, it's one shot by like <laughs> it's just mortal like genie beings. rules. It's not like. Yeah, the you're a cat. Are... If you're a caster, you can still get shot in the face with a bullet. Look, 